Welcome to the Friday free-for-all edition of the Nightly Nuge. And Ted, you know, a lot of times you have your guitar on hand. Uh, we talk a lot about entertainment on Fridays, and I do see you have a guitar. Um, couple topics. Um, Bill Maher, he is absolutely taking the gloves off, as we mentioned yesterday with the liberals. Um, I'm curious to hear what your take is on Bill Maher. And I would also like it if you would uh, tell our listeners a personal story of appearing on Bill, Bill Maher in the past, because I know you've done that. Yeah, you know, Bill is a smart ass guy. And I even if you don't agree with truth, logic and common sense, I have a real love for smart asses. If they have a commitment and they believe in what they're saying, even if it's wrong and stupid, you have to hand it to people who make a commitment. And I was on Bill Maher's politically incorrect TV show 16 times. And when it came to hunting and when it came to gun rights and when it came to real rock and roll, I pretty much put Bill in his place. But we always had a good time. But the fact that Bill Maher, when he was addicted to liberalism and denial, that he had Ted Nugent on 16 times, that proves that there is an ember of honesty and integrity down there in the depths of the Bill Maher spirit. And recently, that glowing ember has turned into an outright firestorm of truth, logic, and common sense. And you have to admit, even when he plays games with conservative views and constitutional history, even when he's wrong, he really is a funny guy. Yeah, I mean, I love funny guys. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of Lenny Bruce and, and, and Robin Williams and uh, Rodney Dangerfield and certainly uh, Richard Pryor. Who, who doesn't love Richard Pryor? So I get a kick out of humor, even if what I believe in happens to be getting the brunt of that humor. But lately, Bill Maher has been coming out condemning the overt denial and dishonesty and quite honestly, the ignorance of the liberals take on history, on transgenderism, on uh, slavery, on this so-called white supremacy that just doesn't exist. So there's a big lie. And Bill Maher is coming out and admitting that it's a big lie. So a big salute to him. I got to call into Bill to salute him and thank him. And he's offered to send his jet out to get me to be on his recent show. But uh, during the hunting season, I'm afraid I don't even take free jet rides away from the Michigan swamp. So I would recommend that people who have avoided Bill Maher recently tune back in because he, he bumps into some really entertaining truth, logic, and common sense, even against his core audience of maniac liberals. Okay, you got the guitar in your hand. You just finished just an incredible tour. Your Detroit Muscle Tour was like a smashing success. All right. I'm just, I'm just curious. Did anything happen on this tour, which is, I mean, uh, seven decades long, um, that you'd never had happen to you before on the road? Uh, not really. There's kind of a, a, a predictable chaos and uh, professionalism. I've never had more fun on tour. I've never had a better guitar tone. The music has never been tighter. I, I, the energy level is off the top. Now, I don't jump off the amps anymore, and I don't swing from <laughs> ropes, and I hope everybody enjoyed that over the years because I had to have both knees replaced for your entertainment enjoyment. Uh, bottom line is, the energy has such a liveliness to it. I mean, the opening lick, for example, of the Detroit Muscle uh, uh, song, it's, it, it's, it has such a rhythm to it.
every rhythm, Jason and Greg and I became one martial arts samurai pulse of Motown, Funk Brother, Rhythm and Blues and Rock and Roll. And it's a very, very happy time. By the way, I just got done signing a couple thousand of these. The Ted Nugent Detroit Muscle is available on vinyl now. Wow. I'm signing them every day and it's becoming quite a collector's item. We si- I sign them every day. And they sell as fast as they show up. I think you can get them at tednugent.com, but we'll announce right here on Nightly News. But it's great to have an album with yeah. all the liner notes and all the lyrics all written out and all those smart-ass statements that I make. And uh, once again, thank you, music lovers across the nation. We had so much fun playing for you because we know you appreciate the dedication and the work ethic of my crew and my team, and certainly Greg and Jason and I, thank you, real music lovers across this country, because Detroit Muscle is a high point of my long, long American dream tour. I have to tell you, Mrs. Mark and I were in the audience in Kansas City, and the minute you hit the opening lick to Stranglehold, I mean, she's 17 again, and I watch the crowd. I mean, it's just crazy how everyone is so in. I mean, the, you don't even have to hit two notes and everyone knows what's coming. And they just I mean, they're just drawn into that. Well, it's the hunting season right now, Keith. And there is a primal scream in all of us. We can all if we dig deep into our spirit, our intellect, our soul, we can reminisce the foundation of God's miraculous creation we can realize that freedom is not free and that success in a business endeavor for an entrepreneur comes with dedicated heart and soul work ethic. And when I got out of the swamp that day back in 19, it actually was 1967 when I first did the stranglehold lick and I just got off stage at the Grandy Ballroom and I got with with, uh, Steve Booker and John, John Souter. And we jammed at a church and I just plugged into the amp that they had with one of my birdlands. And it was in October and I had been hunting that weekend. So I really lived that primal scream, that tooth, fang and claw, down to earth, grounded celebration of God's miraculous creation, hands on with my bow and arrow, an old Fred Bear recurve in the Manistee National Forest, 1967. And I've been doing that my whole life, including this morning. And when I grabbed the guitar, Steve Booker, incredible virtuoso, and John Souter, incredible virtuoso, they they say, well, what do you want to play? Will we play Johnny Be Good or we play a Beatles songs or a Rolling Stones song or or a Little Richard song? But I just happened to go. Rest is history. So I've been doing that lick. How many years ago was 1967? We didn't actually record it till my solo album in 1974, but it was always the foundation of a great earthy pump 
pounding uh, tribal group. And I just started saying, here I come again now, baby, like a dog in heat. And I don't know where that lyric come from, except that here I come again now, baby, like a dog in heat. I, it's all it's all autobiographical. And again, thank you, everybody, for making that song one of the top 1% powerful pieces of music in the history of music. And that's quite a cocky statement, but it happens to be irrefutable. When you hear the lick on Stranglehold, everybody turns up their radio. Everybody gets into a groove. And I don't know how you want to uh, edit this. Uh, our good friend Tim is real good at this, but I'm writing a new song that may be my greatest song ever. And I called Toby Keith and Blake Shelton to see if they would sing it with me. And it's a, it's a song that pretty much sums up uh, music. And the new song is going to be on a new album titled, Nobody F***s to Country Music. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's one of the reasons that there's all this gender confusion in the world is because country music is so popular, people are confused. They don't know if they're a man or a woman. They hear this sappy stuff that comes along with a squeaky Ferris wheel next to the cotton candy stand next to a fat guy at the county fair. And all this nasty, disgusting, neutral country music has permeated our society. So now people, kids are listening to this, this pap and they don't know whether they're a man or a woman. That's what's going on. So if you really want to hear one of my sexiest songs ever, it's titled, Nobody F***s to Country Music. <laughs> Boy, I don't even know where to go from there, but I do love uh, the shirt behind you there, Ted. I hope you're ready to make an announcement right now. It says Trump Nugent. <sighs> I was thinking maybe Nugent Trump, but are you making an announcement right now for the public? Is this going to happen in 2024? Well, these are very, very popular. I'll tell you what, you can get these at tednugent.com, by the way. But people are wearing these everywhere. There was a Kid Rock concert in Detroit this last weekend, and there were a bunch of people wearing this shirt in the audience when Kid Rock played Cat Scratch Fever. And whenever Toby Keith wants to really impact his audience, he plays Stranglehold. And whenever Hank Williams Jr. really wants to get the girls going, he plays Cat Scratch Fever. There seems to be, there seems to be a very spiritual ritual here in the music world. But yeah, you can get these shirts at uh, tednugent.com. And, and are they uh, unique? Yeah, I think they're unique, but I'm not making an official announcement just yet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know where to go from there. But if you come back again tomorrow, we'll have some more of the nightly news where there's absolutely no fake news. Ted, great week, buddy. All right, have a good memory. Nobody f***s to country music. <laughs> <laughs> 